0: Oh, this is Jonathan Newman here with, was it is it Warldane? How I you pronounce it? Or?
1: Warldane. Dane. It's not like whirl, like I'm spinning around. It's like Warl, but Warren with an L on the end.
0: There you go. The lead singer Nevermore, and I guess the brainchild behind Sanctuary and Nevermore.
1: Well, I'm not sure if I'm the brainchild. I, you know, was definitely involved with both bands, so. <laughs> or still am. <laughs> <sighs>
0: So tell me, what was it like spending, I guess, five years it took us to get the new Nevermore album? What was it like writing this thing? Um,
1: The thing that a lot of people don't realize is uh, after Godless Endeavor came out, we toured for probably two years, solid. Um, so that took us to, um, you know, 2007. Um, Jeff and I both decided we wanted to do some, some other stuff. I always wanted to do just a rock based metal record and Jeff always wanted to do a fucking complete shred record so that's what we did and um you know we haven't really been away that long and then we did a, a, we put out a freaking live DVD and you know people think oh my god they were away for so long but we really weren't <laughs> I mean we were all active and you know it wasn't like the band was breaking up or anything cause I know there were a lot of rumors about that but that was never true
0: I think the point of it was because Godless Endeavor was such a, I guess, one hell of an album. It was that great. So I think people were worried about how they going to top an album like that.
1: You can't. And we didn't go into it thinking that we needed to. We just made another record. And I think if we would have tried to copy Godless Endeavor and made Godless Endeavor 2, it would have come off as fake. So we just did what we wanted to do. We wanted to write a record that was fucking catchy and fucking, I guess, almost pop metal. And a lot of people don't like that. But fuck it, we do what we want. And, you know, if it makes us happy, that's the bottom line.
0: I mean, a Devin a Devin Townsend can do a crazy pop record yeah, exactly. like you do. <laughs>
1: yeah, why can't we?
0: <laughs> oh, and there was hey, Jeff. Jeff. Come back here, join us. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has to go make a number two, so... Jeff
1: needs to take a shit, so he can't join us.
0: Um, but yeah, so, this album has a lot more vocal, I guess, folks on the vocals. Is that a idea when y'all went into this album to do more vocal work?
1: Well, no, not really. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, when I heard the songs, they inspired me to sing different a little bit. Um, And Jeff will tell you right now that he intentionally made some of the songs a little more open for me to fucking play around with and shit. I didn't want him to. Serious, I didn't. Um, but it turned out good, so <laughs> I'm happy about that.
0: Yeah, so recording it, recording it here at Lake Norman, what was it like recording there on Lake Norman?
1: It was fucking awesome. I mean, we rented this house that was right on, right on Lake Norman, and, uh, you know, anytime we wanted to, we could fucking go run down, jump off the fucking uh, deck and go swimming and shit. We went swimming in thunderstorms. It was great. I remember being in the water and watching a fucking lightning bolt hit the fucking water. It was probably about a mile away, so we were safe. But just a cool experience. I mean, I, I love North Carolina. Serious. I would move here. Um, if I didn't have so many, some, so many family members back home. I mean, the cost of living is cheaper here than it is in Seattle. Seattle's a fucking expensive place to live. It really is. I mean, I, I've been born and raised there, so I'm used to it. But, you know, and then somewhere into it, we, we moved to Nashville, and I fell in love with Nashville, too. Um, I love the South. I love the way everybody is so fucking nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you get that. I went to New York, and it definitely did not feel like home up there. No, 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 it doesn't.
1: Yeah. I know exactly what you mean about that one.
0: But yeah, so I guess let's switch gears to the sanctuary. Y'all, fi- y'all just recently reformed again.
1: We did. We're writing songs. Um, it's gonna be good.
0: Any tentative date on any album? Late, late eleven or?
1: Well, you know what? Right now, Nevermore is my priority. Um, I'm also working on a second solo record um, which is going to be ten times heavier than the last one You know, I wanted to do a rock record now. I'm going to do a fucking thrash record Um, We'll see what happens I saw Matt Vickland from uh, the guy that one of the collaborators on my on that record He was at the Atlanta show last night and uh, he played me some new shit. That was just mind-blowing so we'll see what happens I mean, I, my plate's full right now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a busy guy, and I'm, I'm good at fucking multitasking. So, you know, there's going to be a new Nevermore. There's going to be a new World Dane record. There's going to be a new Sanctuary record. There's going to be a, Jeff's, you know, doing his solo, another solo record, too.
0: Yeah, actually, you're playing, um, there's a festival, I don't know which one it is, but it's like Sanctuary and Nevermore. Aren't y'all playing like, on two different dates?
1: Yeah, that's the 70,000 tons of metal, that cruise that's going from Miami to Cozumel.
0: Yeah, I talked I talked to John Schaefer from Ice Earth, he's also playing on that thing. And every, Everybody I've talked to who's on it just seems very excited to be on that. John I, who? Uh, Schaefer from Ice Earth. I don't know that guy. Who is he? Are you kidding, or is he... <laughs> I'm not oh, he, he's the vocalist of Eister, and he did Sons of Liberty.
1: He's not the vocalist. Matt Barlow is not
0: vocalist of uh, Sons of Liberty. <laughs> guitarist of Eister, the uh, I guess the founder. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, he said some pretty fucked up shit about me at some point. So you know he's not my best friend. So he can go suck a bag of dicks.
0: Well, I sucked you. <laughs> 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 I, I, feel, I feel awkward now wearing an Iced Earth shirt. I feel very awkward. Well,
1: don't, don't feel awkward. I mean it's not your fault. Yeah. Actually, no, you know, he's a good guy. We've had our differences, that's all I can say. He tried to get me to be the singer of Iced Earth years ago. Called up our record company and pretended he was someone else. And uh, I probably shouldn't tell this story. It's just dumb. Anyway.
0: Yeah, it's, listen, the past is in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so about your cover of The Obsidian Conspiracy. I noticed you have your little guy who's on the cover of your solo record is on the cover of The Obsidian Conspiracy. Was that done on purpose? Any meaning to that? Or,
1: Well, of course there's meaning to it. I mean, you see the Washington Monument decaying in the background, and you see two children that are facing each other. Obviously, there's a, a lot of metaphors going on in it, and I don't want to really explain it but if god damn it if you listen to the lyrics it's so obvious to me what 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 it's about but it's odd that i have to really explain it in detail sometimes but um you know the first i'll tell you this much the first song and the last song both have the same subject matter and if you don't get it I don't understand why not.
0: See, I was going through. I, was into, I I remember reading an interview where you mentioned the same thing about ideas. So I actually went through and started listening and reading. Everyone, I, I got the fourth one as, a, as an abortion. At least that's what I was getting from and that it. That I was ideal with the right. idea of abortion. Yeah. And so I need to listen to the other last song again to I'm really. Not, d-
1: I'm not Christian, buddy, but I don't believe in abortion.
0: How odd is that? <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's not. I've seen pro life, pro lifers from every walks of life.
1: Yeah, but you're going to never see me, uh, you know, protesting and holding
0: up signs. And, yeah, honestly, you know, I don't think we'd want you to. <laughs> with bullshit like that, so... <laughs> yeah, actually, I, from, at least from what I can tell, from this God's Endeavor, it seemed like a very nihilistic record. Actually, a lot of your albums seem to be, have a very was, nihilistic we, theme.
1: We live in a fucking godless world. Um, it's odd for me to think that if there really is a god... Why the fuck would he let our world be so fucked up right now? I mean, maybe we're supposed to learn a big fucking lesson. I'm I'm pretty sure that's not what it is. I'm pretty sure there is no God. And you know, I'm a, I'm in I'm in yeah. Never mind. <laughs> uh,
0: I reminds me of a comic I read. It cracked me up. This guy talking. He's praying to God. He goes, God, why is there so much death in the world? He goes, I, He goes. What is he said. I forgot a negative in my formulas. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and all this death and decay, missing exponent somewhere.
1: Well, there you go.
0: (laughs) But the point is, we all have great views, and you have your views, and they make fucking fantastic records with your lyrics.
1: I mean, I I don't ever want to push my views on anyone. I just speak what I think. And um, everyone needs to form their own beliefs and their own belief system. And... If you can do that, it will make you a better person.
0: Now Do you have a favorite Nevermore record that you've done, pretty much?
1: Dreaming Neon Black. Any reason why in particular, or? Because it's very personal to me.
0: I can ascend that completely. I mean, that the
1: whole story about that is true. I mean, one of my ex-girlfriends um, joined a cult. She was murdered, um, and I knew... She was drowned somewhere in the lake. It took years before her family finally got closure, and they found her body. They found her husband's body first. She joined this cult, and... Um... She got married to this dude. She had a... uh, It's really hard to talk about, actually.
0: I understand, man. (laughs)
1: But, But... I have closure now. I know what happened to her. And... I had dreams about her for months. And that's where Dreaming Me and Black came from because I knew she was drowned. I could sense it, I could feel it. And they found her, they found her body like five years after that record came out and that's what happened, she was drowned.
0: Now, what do you write for the records? Do you mostly just do the lyrics, or do you also help some Jeff with, like, musically, or...?
1: Um, Well, you know, I do all the vocals and the vocal melodies, but sometimes I write guitar riffs. Sometimes. I mean, it doesn't happen very often, because I'm a shitty guitar player. Um, One of the the songs that we've written that is regarded as our worst song ever, Believe in Nothing, I wrote all the guitar riffs.
0: I love that song. It's my favorite song.
1: (laughs) Okay, I wrote all the guitar riffs in that song. Well, not all of them. Jeff... Jeff, I wrote the chorus parts. And I'm a shitty guitar player. I'll be the first one to admit it. But, you know, you do what you do. And when the vibe hits, the vibe hits. And that song is actually one of my favorite songs. But, you know, the hardcore people that all want fucking thrash and evil and death, <laughs> you know, that's not their thing. So.
0: I mean, maybe it's going to be a huge power metal fan. So I love just the clean stuff. So I, I that's my that's that's song by you guys, which is why I. Dead Heart is one of my favorite albums, because you have a lot of just clean riffs, and that one song, I can sing along to that song, I just, I think it's the most personal connection to my song, personally for me, I feel just so connected to that song, so, because a Catholic trying to just find your way and everything, and still trying to keep your own beliefs and everything, so, to me, it's one of your best songs, personally.
1: Well, I'd have to agree with you, but we're in the minority on that one, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, Actually, I'm saying I'm looking forward to your show here. I think because personally, does not leave me too much time to r- interview you <laughs> with, so sadly, but it was actually great talking to you. Great to see. You. They always say don't ever meet your idols because then you'll be disappointed. I'm glad to say this is not one of those cases. Awesome. Because <laughs> you guys are one of my, if I had to say, top five bands, you guys are definitely in that. You guys are just a class act, great songwriting, just fantastic band. Yeah, well. I don't know what we yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Well, well, thanks for your time, dear.
1: Thanks for yours.